Welcome oh, good. to the It's Always Saturday podcast, because when you're with the boys, it's always Saturday. Always Saturday. Today, we got myself, Ian, just doing the intro. I did I say I was Ian? Myself, Spencer. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Off to a strong start. Uh, we got Ian doing the intro, myself, Spencer. Uh, Bobby's also here, and also, my actual grandfather, he is here as well. Hello, Grandpa. How are you doing? I'm just feeling really good. That's stellar. I've always been good. I've always been good. Nice. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. So, yeah. Grandpa, good you want stuff. you want to talk about sex? You said you had you want some opinions. Like, what are your what are your questions? Well, my question is uh, like, uh, I don't know. You guys have so much information on Facebook and and uh, Instagrams and all the rest of the crap that comes over the waves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you must know everything about sex. Mm-hmm. But then I got a funny feeling that maybe you don't quite know it all. So. Okay. Because there's a little bit, few things that you don't get out of that, uh, you know, how to Google everything. So, so maybe I'd like to ask a few questions like what, uh, what is the actual moment of eye contact mean to you? Like, oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> Stella, I think Bobby should start. Why? I'm the only. One. Yeah, I think that's that's a good idea. Bobby, what is, what does eye contact during sex mean to you? No, no, I not mean, during sex. Oh, beforehand. The the initial eye contact. You when see, you have a long that, look in the eyes. That's the issue. Us like young horny fox, like we gotta tone her down. We gotta take it down about <laughs> exactly. fifteen. Off. It's ridiculous. Take you down, exactly. Yeah, you need yeah. to have a bit of uh, information to take care of that. All right, so Bobby, so what do you what do you read in some eye contact? Well, I I ain't never had that moment of eye contact to be honest. Oh, you never looked a woman in the eyes in your entire life? <laughs> I mean, not in, a, not in a way of like, dang, I kind of like this woman. Just like, if just like normal conversation, like, like this conversation is about sex. So I ain't had it in that sort of way. Before. Grandpa, I think Bobby needs to talk and I feel like you're the best person <laughs> to give it to. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bobby needs to talk. A a. Hey. No, the Bobby's going out the right direction. See, that's the problem. You see, people, some people just uh, don't have the guts to say what's in their heart and what's in their mind. So, but women love it. Exactly. Hearts and don't minds. Be yeah. afraid. Don't be when afraid you... to say what you feel ever. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, you gotta keep... that's so interesting. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, me and me and Spencer and Spencer's girlfriend Amy have actually been talking a lot about like saying what you think in the last like couple weeks because like me Spencer and Amy are all like firm believers that like you should always say what you think people like right. and that you always need to express how you actually feel about things and exactly. because it's helpful for you it's helpful for everyone and yeah I'm glad that you brought that up so helpful. <laughs> It's very important. It's the most important move in sex. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of moves you go for in sex? Emotional honesty, being forthcoming as a person. <laughs> no, that's my kind of movement. That's, that's the one that gets me going. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. When she honest, fuck. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> bro, bro, honestly, so the, honesty makes the panties drop straight up. I'll tell you something that does uh, for a lot of people, and uh, and it really makes a difference to the woman immensely. So it, it's all around good for you guys if you use that method. So. Bobby, I don't see that you have a pen and paper out right now. I feel like you're really... <laughs> hey, Bobby, I think you need to take notes, man. Hey, we're all, we all were a little bit shy and hesitant to talk to women properly. We all went that through that route. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we look at a, a nice woman that you're kind of interested in, your tongue drops down to your knees and you can't talk anymore. So, and your mind usually drops below the belt, so I can't talk anything about that either. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a rough old life. <laughs> exactly for for boys, it's really bad. 
And uh, but the thing is, you don't understand women uh, too much at that time. So in, in your age, you don't really totally understand women. But these are the things that will help you in the long run. If uh, if I've had through my experiences, so honesty is the best policy, like it's always been said and always will be. So, and if oh. you can be honest with you and your people, then man, you got it made. Don't mm -hmm. be afraid to say it. Stella. So anyways, let's get back. Yeah. So uh, have these guys, you got anything input on that uh, subject, on that part of it, on the first part of uh, dating and getting to know somebody? I think. Um, like input as in advice? Anything. Or anything? Yeah, just yeah, what you, you like, what do you feel through. like? I think there is something to be said about like that first like moment of like, I think mm. introducing yourself the right way is very key and hopefully i think the best route is hopefully you already have some kind of like mutual connection to this person because <clears throat> i remember one time in like the 10th grade i was putting some books back in the library and there was this other girl and she just like went down the stairs and we like had like an eye contact thing and i was like nice and i was like hi and she was like hello and then I never talked with her again because I never saw her again nice. in my life. <laughs> and that nice. was, and she apparently went to our school, but that chick was a fucking phantom. I never saw that woman again. <laughs> she goddamn. She yeah. I, she changed schools. Me saying one word to her just fucking sent her off. <laughs> yes, we've all had that experience. Yeah, so that was that was a time and a half. I think one yeah, thing that's um, funny. Ian, you say your piece. I got someone else to transition oh, to later. I was just going to say that, like, if you're talking about, like, the initial eye contact, like, for me, I think there's a lot about attraction that you can't explain. And so when it comes to why you're attracted to someone, I don't really feel like that's something that you choose. I feel like that's more of just, like, a connection that you can't explain. So I feel like that part of the... um like the connection to this person or like why you feel like you're attracted to this person is like started in that like initial eye contact where you just kind of look and you're you like what you see but you don't know why yeah exactly yeah but it's all related to sex so. yeah well what is it really <laughs> <laughs> everything everything comes back to sex exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, i remember like doing my writing my exams in school I'm just like thinking, like, just damn, sex. getting just <laughs> sex, like getting like a three point four. Exactly. Sex. Yeah. All there is to. <laughs> Spencer it's... out here writing that English exam, like to be or not to be, but Spencer's like to have sex or not <laughs> to have sex, <laughs> to bone or not to bone. That is the question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this this goes on from age twelve to. 102 so <laughs> 102 so that's when it stops that's the cutoff yeah that's that's it <laughs> that's that's it <laughs> Shut at, <it> 100... <laughs> at 102 your dick just falls off it's just... <laughs> exactly <laughs> you just don't get a choice and then they give you a blue pill and everything's okay <laughs> <laughs> that i have noticed is that both bobby and ian usually like we we're very casual with how we speak but like they're still i think both you and uh, like bobby and ian have a tendency to like they're in very religious households they're used to structures where like you don't swear around like elders you don't you're always very very respectful and that's i get that that's not your vibe at all so i think it's very interesting seeing like them interact because they're sort of like getting used to you like what do you like, what do you think about... Bro, why, a, the way you're talking is if it's like we're getting to meet like a zoo animal for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I, Man's is an animal. <laughs> We've established this. I kind of I kind of see what Spencer's saying, though, is because like as like someone who was raised in like a very religious household, there is like a particular way that you're taught to how to speak to people who are older than you and considered like your elders and... I understand what Spencer's saying. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. so grandpa, that's just what I'm curious about, Grandpa. Like, what do you think about that stuff of like younger folks trying to talk to older folks and like younger folks not really like trying to be as prim and proper as possible? Well, the thing is, like, the 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 thing is, the the religion keeps it all apart. 
See, I went to church three times a week when I was a kid too, but uh, I went uh, I, I went different route. I was the black sheep of the family. I took off and left the left the flock mm-hmm. and traveled the world. And I've been around the the block a couple of times, and but it doesn't make any difference how you think in, inside. So mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with the uh, religion. Okay, it's sex. So, <laughs> master the callback. <laughs> Religion uh, has got nothing to do with that. So, except mm, if you're I, Mormon, and then they tell you that uh, are you are you Mormon? Mormon? So, no, you're not Mormon. No, okay. no, we can talk shit about them. We're <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> they, they tell you you can only have sex if you if you want to have a baby. That's the only time you can have sex. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what Mormon Bible tells you. Yikes. Bruh, good thing I'm not Mormon. I got the... <laughs> that either takes too much patience or too much money, and either of those aren't good options. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, why, that's why people from, like, religious families always have so many kids. It's like... That's well, right. We can, only, we can only have sex if we're trying to have a kid. And, and, and they also tell you no concert contraceptive, so... You know, yeah. So it's kid every year yeah that's like no. isn't that a pretty catholic thing like yeah well yeah, it's a, all, it's a lot of religions not just catholics mm. i just been thinking yeah. of that monty python skit where there's like the catholic family <laughs> and they have like hundreds of kids it's just like this like husband and wife but they like themselves have hundreds of kids and there's this whole yeah. song that's like every sperm is good every <laughs> sperm is great as a whole fucking song and dance about <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Anyways, it's uh let's get back to the subject. Yeah, back to sex. Back about... to sex. Let's back. Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get rid of the let's keep religion out of it because it doesn't have anything to do with it. So Yeah. <laughs> religion because... is anti sex. Is that what we're saying? I mean, you're not no, wrong. <laughs> no, it's not anti sex, but anti- they do they do hold you back a bit when you're younger, so Mm-hmm. They try to mm-hmm. brainwash you a little bit, so. But let's forget about that. I don't want to talk about religion because that's another subject for another day. All right. But, okay. Uh, well, okay. So let's so we've get got, back. We, we got sex, religion. What What else is there going to talk about? Politics. <laughs> That'd be a good option. <laughs> no, let's not talk about politics either, because uh, we can say a lot of words, but it won't mean anything. So. Oh, what do you mean by that? So, well, that's what politicians do. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah grandpa what's, Anyways, what's your so... like ideal government structure like what like if because oh, like a lot of the the politicians bullshit like what do you think well, like what would make it better okay what would make it real better is that just like you and me if we got a job and we screw up we have to pay for it government screws up we still have to pay for it. If they had to pay for it, there would be no screw-ups. Ah. If they had to go to war, there would be no wars. Yeah, the so politicians they can, themselves, yeah. Yeah, they have to do exactly what we have to do, or else they can't be in politics. You see, that would be the ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But if they, they lose a million dollars because they screwed up, they missed the, didn't do their work properly, and they comes out of their paychecks, just like everybody else, you know. Yeah, well, I think and, that... Uh, that would make that would make politicians really, really keen to do a good job. <laughs> yeah, if when there's yeah, if several millions or billions of dollars just disappear, they actually have to deal with that. They got to figure that out. Yeah, Ex- yeah, you got yeah, it. There we go. And if they don't, they go to jail. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just like everybody else. Just like everybody else. Yeah, that's what I call like about it. democracy. Pardon? Oh, I was just saying accountability. Yeah. I like it. Exactly. That's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah. Like democracy isn't fair yeah. if people that are in charge of it don't get the same treatment. Well, if you can see these white collar persons in jail with a uh, you know a hundred uh, real criminals, you know, they call them real criminals, but they're all criminals. So. Mm-hmm. so. The they couldn't survive in jail, so so they have a white collar jail, so where they get room and board. And... Mm-hmm. The bastards! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're, you're, 
You might be there in some days, man. See, here's the thing. I'm all for accountability. Ian, that's why I want you to help teach me MMA fighting. Because I think politicians okay. should have to fight each other if they don't do shit. And I want to take them the fuck out. <laughs> like, I see all these old windbags. I think I can take them. <laughs> hey yo my pads are in my car let's get it <laughs> like look at dick See cheney how... dick cheney was a psychopath did so much in the states if somebody's like i'm opposed to this he couldn't just argue out of it he got dodging weave i don't think he could do it <laughs> if somebody was able to just clock dick cheney so that nothing would happen the iraq war wouldn't have happened let's think about he that probably would have he probably would have caught a lot of hands as well just because of his name being Dick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Dick, let's get back to the subject. Back to the subject. Back to sex. <laughs> just a whole hour of talking about nothing but sex with my grandpa. This is all exactly. I could have ever wanted. So now I want to know uh, what you guys actually know about the female body. You see, this is what I want to know. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you see, because uh, there's a lot of things that I never knew until, I don't know, a couple of years ago. I mean, I was always looking for answers, but I never got them. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so. Uh, well, I think for me, like, I remember when I was young, like, mom just gave me a book and she's like, here's an explanation. And it has all the bits. And there's like little like drawing pictures and all that. It wasn't like pictures of actual people. But I was like. This is what a woman is. That's a vagina. There's usually two tits. If there's three, that's a little weird, but don't bring that up. Then that's kind of... <laughs> that was kind of all there was, too. I don't know, like, like, Ian, like, Bobby, like, what for you guys was kind of... Did your parents, like, have a talk with you, like... Uh, in a way, yes. Um, I was... I don't know how old I was, but they kind of, like, my dad kind of like sat me down and was like hey so like you're gonna you're gonna like it was when it was actually when I had my very first uh girlfriend he sat me down and he was like uh you can have like these like urges to like do this and that it wasn't really explained like it was just how don't. to do it because the message, yeah because the message yeah. was just don't yeah yeah and this and as that, a, yeah. <laughs> as anybody can attest to you know I followed that just Oh, straight down, you know. No, that's that's you see, that's done. a funny joke because you get mad bitches, <laughs> just <laughs> nonstop. Well, I didn't get any talks. I didn't get anything. Any thoughts? All, all my my mother would say when I walked out the door, "Be good." That's all she did. That was it. So just pat on the shoulder. Mm. No she, shoulder pat. No, no shoulder pat. Good. Just from across the kitchen. <laughs> be good. Yeah. Hmm. Bobby, what about you? So, Have you gotten the talk yet? Oh, I I don't think I've gotten like a formal sit down like whole talk. If I do, if I have, I can't remember it. But, it's like, just a I, repressed memory. You just push that aside. <laughs> I just like I just like blocked it away. Mm -hmm. But um, but so no. Like, to make room for Jesus. So <laughs> so you. So you never got any information about the act or the or the female body or anything like that from your from anybody. Um, I mean, I think sex ed in school was a bit like I don't really think I got like yeah I know that's just tell you the bits and pieces that's all it tells you yeah like, I yeah I remember in sex ed when they like because they had people looking at those like slides a picture would come up. I'd be like, that's a penis. And everybody's like, ha, that's a penis. And I remember, like, the boys' class, and then, like, there was a picture that came up, and there was a vagina, and everyone was silent. No one knew what the fuck they were like. It's like somebody just got shot in front of them. If somebody was murdered, it'd be like exactly. the same silence and stress of just like, are we allowed to say anything? Can we make jokes about vaginas? <laughs> yeah, you do. You're very silent class, I know. Yeah. <laughs> my, in, in fourth grade, my teacher, he goes, to, to basically introduce the fact that we are going to be having sex ed, he goes, can anyone tell me if you know what this word means? He turns around and writes penis on the board. And the cla and the roof came off. The <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we were like, yo! 
like he wrote penis. I remember there was a kid in like my I think it was either grade four or grade three health class and they're being like, Okay guys, like we need to use the proper like medical terms. We're gonna say like penis, vagina. But this one kid, I think it was like <coughs> I swear to god he said tiddlywink. He would only ever say tiddlywink. <laughs> that is and, that is the that is the biggest medical term. Exactly. And genuinely one of his like he would use like he have such a straight face and be like, okay, so like the tiddlywink, right? And then the the person teaching was like, kiddo, like say it like penis, like that's that's the word for it. And he was like, uh, no, it's not. That's the tiddlywink. <laughs> and this kid okay, was so, dead set. So, uh, how many of you guys, did you guys get any uh, sex education out of the, the Playboy and Hustler and those magazines? Um, uh, I would say not, not magazines, cause... but like my uh, sex education, as it were, primarily it's... came from the internet and then uh, learning it as I go, which fortunately I'm very good at. <laughs> <laughs> okay so tell me all about the, the vagina what do you know about the vagina <laughs> Ian, have you gone through the woods and found the clitoris i have you've been on that mystical journey i have so tell me all you know about yeah what what's involved with it what's 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 actually happening down there yeah please ian how do you pleasure a woman <laughs> Yo, okay, no, I gotta no, get a no, whiteboard no. real quick. Throw some diagrams. <laughs> you don't, you don't need the diagrams. Go. What I want to hear is not, but not you can't see it. So by the naked eyes. So. Ah, mm -hmm. we're talking about the soul, the spirit of Gucci. No, oh. no, I'm not talking about the soul. I just thought you, you guys should know these things, but apparently well, you don't dig deep enough on the internet. Please. Please enlighten us, Grandpa. Please, yes, please. <laughs> we got, we yeah. got to know. We're some eager to learn boys. Yes. We're just okay, some repressed many, virgins. How, how many nerve endings end in the vagina? Oh, I'm gonna shit. say at least like. I'm gonna say over seventy for sure. A few hundred. My guess, few hundred. <laughs> Anybody oh, else care like to guess? Ten thousand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a really a long shot. Yeah. I'm gonna say eight hundred. Eight hundred. Good guess. Okay, eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. Nice. Eighteen hundred. They're nice. kicking it. And you know what's what's at the end of the penis? Foreskin. A hole. <laughs> Foreskin. <laughs> talking about nerve endings. <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, you know how they circumcise whales. <laughs> yeah, you get Dark with with foreskin divers. You gotta get foreskin what? divers. <laughs> Very crazy. <careful. clears throat> anyway, so you you don't understand your own little listen there. So yeah, my little, the the tiddly wink. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know how many nerve endings you got down there. I feel I, like I, I mean I know like, there's a lot. There's a it's lot like down there. But you don't know for sure, though. Right? No. No. 640. Oh. Yeah, that's a pretty exact number. Well, give or take a few. But that's, take a few? Cool, it's, in, cool. it's in the 640, so. Cool. So anyways, now they have three times more nerve endings than we, we do. So you got to be very careful down there because it's uh, delicate. Because it's very sensitive because mm -hmm. all those nerve endings. But this is what a lot of guys never know. Never in their lifetime do they know. So, well, I... matter of fact, I've just learned this in the last three or four years of my life. So, fair enough. Oh. Well, yeah. There's, He's we got his wisdom. We just, we're all here for wisdom. This man taught me how to golf, <laughs> and now I'm I'm a golfing prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> not not bad for half an hour. Exactly. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, like, uh, you know, this wham bang, thank you, man, doesn't really work for ninety nine percent of the women. So, you got to be very gentle down there, so because it's really sensitive. So, 
a lot more sensitive than you guys. So mm -hmm. you have to keep that in mind. Yeah, somebody told me one day to beat off, so I just started punching like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one, that one little Wayne bar where he's like, "I beat the pussy up," and that's just the whole bar. It's just like, over and over. Hey, you know yeah, what? Yeah. Lil Wayne's not doing yeah. a good job, according to Grandpa Chris. <laughs> It ain't it flying. Grandpa <laughs> Chris needs to have a talk with Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm giving these guys information that took me years to find. So, mm -hmm. so the is... other thing is, I did learn something. And uh, the reason why I was asking about the magazines, because, well, when I was in Europe, I was reading a magazine when I was on guard duty one night uh, in Zost, guarding the Emperor of the Kingdom. And uh, I was reading this one magazine in between breaks. And, and uh, Europeans are a lot more forward and open mm -hmm. about everything. We're, we're 50, 60, 100 years behind there, there than they are. So we're like Neanderthals compared to what they think and do. So, Booga booga. So anyway, nice. <laughs> we got it. That's not Africa. Is that African? So, anyways, uh, this one magazine told me this little story about uh, about uh, making love to women, and uh, since they are so sensitive, there, it's uh, a good idea to take it real slow and easy when you first start out. So, the slower and easier you can do it, the better they like it. So. Bobby, Anyways, I don't that's... see a pen and paper. Like, again, we've <laughs> we've been over this. Hey, it comes to sex, it goes in there and stays in there, right? Exactly. That is true. Right, Bobby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't need no paper. Bobby, so, you had wow. a thing where you were you were interested in a woman for a little bit. How, any more development in that pursuit? Ooh. He still has a boyfriend. Hey, Bobby, like we said before, just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score. Exactly. Hey, Grandpa Chris approved. Come on. It does when the goalie's my friend. Oh, uh, goalie. Oh, that just well. means... Just don't have friends. Hey, hey there's, there's a woman for every oh, guy. Don't worry about it. So, Just keep trying. That's, what, that's the way it works. Don't get discouraged. So, If you can believe it, you can achieve it. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you gotta believe it yeah. but anyways that's uh way it is and i can't do anything about that but i'd like to <laughs> like, <you're, Yeah>. you're <laughs> like... <laughs> so. grandpa chris so. about to take bobby's friend out <laughs> like, bobby i got you listen <laughs> grandpa can pull in some favors <laughs> he knows some people in the edmonton area he can get I it done. I know lots of women. I know <laughs> lots of women. I love women, you see? That's why. And I tell them mm -hmm. that. Well, you got all <laughs> kinds of girlfriends, Grandpa. I know there's that there's that girlfriend of yours that's opening up that hair salon play soon. You oh, got... yeah, yeah. I got uh, car ladies I play cards with. I got Cecilia and Betty. Ooh. I got, uh, I got uh, Terry at the golf course. She's my second wife, and... Uh, she takes good care of me nice. every time I'm hungry. She feeds me, so and I get the little slip off the bill every time. So she's always. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah. They call you. I know so, they call you slippers on the golf course because. Well, they used to call me Cedar. Used to call me Cedar Hill, but you know. Another another My, my games. Yeah, my game's a little bit off, and then I wore slippers to the golf course once because I forgot to put my <laughs> shoes on. <laughs> and it's ever stuck ever since so nice and that's why we got you those all-terrain slippers one year and you've been cruising yeah i even play golf in the slippers so. nice <laughs> gotta be comfortable you know so exactly if we like be comfortable be open be honest some exactly. great advice so far yeah <laughs> say what to what you feel don't be afraid of it so somebody makes you mad don't hit them just say you make me angry and leave it at that so and that's then, part of my ang anger management which is another session coming up sometime so oh 
Yeah. <laughs> Part two with the anger management. I'm excited. We're talking about yeah. sex and anger. <laughs> yeah, they go together pretty good. I mean, well, we got time. Would you be Would you be interested in expanding on that more now? And anger management. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I tell me about it. what was your experience with it. Like, what what made you decide that you needed to start going? Well, because I was very unhappy. I I was not happy with the my situation at home. Uh, and my first wife, I wasn't happy at all. So I was uh, wanted, uh, actually wanted my whole family to go to counseling, family counseling. Mm. You know, my uh, two sons and my daughter and my, my ex-wife. So I says, it doesn't cost us anything. We'd go down there, half hour session once a week for three or four weeks and see if we can straighten out some of these things. Well, they all said, I don't need it counseling i don't need counseling they all said that hmm. i says well i said there's something wrong here so i went and i got into the anger management course because so, i was angry probably for a long time so mm-hmm. you know you carry these carry this in, inner anger inside you for a long time before you know usually people explode and hit somebody or do something bad or cause a cause a bigger problem than what they had so so i mm-hmm. went to this anger management course and, and uh they teach you a lot of good things and the first thing they teach you is always be true to yourself always forgive yourself so if you're going to tell somebody something you tell it to yourself first and if it's true then you can tell them if it's not true then shut your mouth so <clears throat> so the other one is you know you got to be you got to be reliable you know if you give your word then follow your word you, know, mm-hmm. you can't just slough it off and then you become an asshole if you just do that so and everybody will call you that to your back and most of them to your front so but there's about 10 or 15 things that uh, you can get into here, but it's a, it's a long session. So how much time we got left? Oh, we saw, we, Grandpa, as long as you want. We can keep going oh, for a okay. while. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, so no, let's get into it. I mean, like, so first of all, let's see. Uh, what about uh, Bobby? Uh, what kind of anger do you sometimes repress? Um, I don't one, know. That one guy kept pissing behind the shed at that party you threw. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I had a party a couple months back, and one of my friends, instead of going inside to the bathroom, he decided to go to the bathroom behind the shed. And it was for a little bit, it was just kind of like okay, but then it started to get annoying because everyone else at the party was kind of like, "Stop doing that, go to the actual toilet." And then uh, this, then then the next one I had, Spencer was there, and so was Ian. And he looked at them and he went, see back there? That's the pee corner. And he pointed to behind the shed. And I blew up on him. I went, no, the fuck it's not. Go inside to the toilet, you dirty bitch. <laughs> and I was and I was I was joking about it, but it was kind of annoying. But to but to be fair, he did start going to the toilet afterwards. Wait, it was certainly actually just like I said, it Speak the truth. Don't mm-hmm. hold it back. Don't mm-hmm. piss in the weird corner behind the shed. And that's a little weird. Ninety percent <laughs> of the time, it works. Yeah. What about you, Ian? Because I know you and I have like, if you're comfortable talking about it, like I know once in a while you've said that you've like just felt really angry and you weren't totally sure why. Yeah. Um. Usually, I end up figuring it out. Sometimes, like, um just like things that are going on. Like I won't give specifics, but like there's been a couple situations like the past couple weeks where like, like with work I'm yeah. Like I'm a very, I'm a very straightforward person. Like I, like I say what I think and um, it bugs me when people will have a problem with something that I'm doing or a way that I go about and they don't tell me about it and they just sit on it and they talk to everybody else except for me about it um and usually i will 
I typically deal with that by because I can't like I can't make them come talk to me like every opportunity that I get I'm always talking to them like them about how like I want them to like express how they feel like I want them to tell me if they disagree with something that I did um but most of the time they don't and I usually uh, work through that with uh MMA so (laughs) things that aren't people yes yeah pads bags Sometimes people. Uh, oh, so you take your anger out on the equipment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips yeah. for that, Grandpa? Well, I used to do that when I was young and stupid too, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what, was your, what was your progression past that? Like, what do you think would be Ian's next step with all that? Well, it's like I said, uh, anger management course is really good because then you don't have to use the equipment. You just use your mind, so. mm. which is the ultimate, so. And that's uh, much easier to do and much more fulfilling and the rewards are unlimited. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, so anyways, uh, what about you, Bobby? Oh, you mm-hmm. had, you said, Hey, Oh, what about you, grandson? <laughs> you? Eh? <laughs> haven't heard from you. Uh, well, no, Bobby's the new interesting one and he's got that fly yeah. cut. Bobby, did you get a haircut? You're looking fresh today. <laughs> no, I, no uh, I, I took a shower before the podcast. Today. Wow. Did you comb <laughs> your hair? He's looking good. Hey. Hey. He's looking spiffy hey. today. Don't try to change the subject. I was just, I was just <laughs> taken aback by Bobby's fresh-looking cut. No, come I, on, let's go. <laughs> I've never really found myself to be that angry. I've always found that I well, because I think the thing as well is that like I like did therapy stuff and like did counseling when I was younger, so I never really got to develop like an aggression against anything. Because when I was like thirteen, it was a great uh, a therapist named John Hodel. So I was like, listen, bud. You kind of got to deal with shit sometimes and you got to be able to stop and think about it. And if you take the time and have the patience to figure out what you're feeling and why you're feeling it, that's how you get to a solution. Being mad about it doesn't get you to a solution. It's like, wow, you're right, John. That's sick. Of course, that took about two years, that conversation. (laughs) But so I think I'm I'm quite lucky that I was able to figure out counseling early on and I was able to get the help that I would need to not ever really develop an anger like Ian you've seen that like it worked well that like I'm very very patient with the kids I don't get mad at the kids like Mm -hmm. a kid will be screaming for a while and I'll like if I think that raising my voice is necessary for that kid is never out of my own aggression it's just because I think that's what this kid will respond to in this moment so I don't I don't really think I have an anger like Sometimes I think about politics and religion and sex and war, <laughs> and I get heated. But other than that, usually pretty tame most of the time. Okay, well, this uh, anger management taught me that, uh, like I used to, uh, like Spencer knows, I, I used to help a lot of people mm-hmm. and never really asked for anything for myself. Or I used to fix all my friends' stuff and never asked for anything and then all of a sudden one day I was uh, I got really angry and I didn't know why so this anger management course said uh, well yeah because if you want to do something for somebody you have to ask yourself do I really want to do it and if I really want to do it do I want to do it for a reason And what is that reason? So then uh, I tried to do that, but it wasn't working out. So I found out later that is, if you're going to help somebody, don't just uh, say, yeah, I'll help you. But you got to tell yourself in your mind, in the back of your head, I do it because I want to do it. I don't do it for any reason. I will help you. And... uh, I don't want anything, period. Because I was looking for recognition for everything I did, and that's why I was angry. Mm. So, and it got so bad that uh, I wouldn't uh, do anything for anybody then because I was 
totally off it so it was yeah. it's kind of like a full circle of you felt like you weren't acknowledged to the point where everybody else could just piss off because they weren't yeah, acknowledging or, you. or they could just uh, use and abuse me you see so mm-hmm. so they would use me to fix all their bullshit things and uh i would do it and then they figured they could just kiss off and never speak to me again <clears throat> after i fixed all their stuff so <clears throat> so i was looking for recognition mm-hmm. you know because i like to be praised you know it's like most mm-hmm. people <laughs> but after i learned that when i do something now i just say hey i'll do it don't want anything don't need anything i'm happy with to help you and now that i understand there's no recourse there's nothing coming back i'm not disappointed i'm not angry so mm-hmm. that was one of the big ones on your anger management so that's okay. another day let's yeah yeah interesting eh? yeah well just the mm-hmm. setting a standard for yourself before you dive into something i think is always fascinating well yeah yeah if you want to get paid or you want recognition then you have to tell the people that before you start before you do anything for them so mm-hmm you know, I'll take you to dinner and dance, mm-hmm. but I want to get screwed after. So, you know, same it's thing. Me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something Bobby relates to on the daily. He's always going out dancing with the ladies. I yeah, have yet exactly. to see Bobby dance. Bobby? We got to... Oh, yeah, well, because the club's been closed since you turned 18, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once we get there. Bobby, you should come to a rave with Ian and I. Mm. I've never been to a rave. Me neither. So, so Bobby, do you have to have uh, a few beers into you before you uh, approach women or talk to women? Well, the issue is that you have to find a woman to approach first. And those... uh, there's, a, there's a million of them. Well, I've never been... Well, no, that's a lie. Um, I was going to say, I've never been to a party where there's like just random people who I don't know, but that's a lie because it was at Spencer's place. Yeah, but, I've invited um, you to well, parties. There's always people that I don't even know that are there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but like, no, I remember the, the one I the one I went the one I went to at your place. When, when I had a few beers in me, I just laid down. I just yeah, you fell asleep. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because you were sitting, you chugged five Palm Bays, and then you were like, oh, yeah, f- I remember you told me, you're like, fuck, I forgot there's alcohol in this. And you stood up, and then you just went back down, and then you just laid down for the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, when I was 18, I did the same thing. Yeah, eight, <laughs> five beers, five beers, lay down, go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> of course, mm. I was never I was never a big drinker, so it wasn't that wasn't a problem with me. Yeah, well, got Bobby, drunk you don't drink real, too much. I got drunk, huh. drunk. I got drunk real bad and threw up sixteen times on the way home, and and then uh, didn't drink for a long time until I went to Amsterdam, and then I drank a bottle of cognac, twenty six or cognac. <laughs> Naturally, and I was, yeah, I was going like this down the down the street, going from brick to brick, trying to get to my hotel. <laughs> just climbing <laughs> on a wall. <laughs> well, you can just walk perfectly fine. And I got to the hotel, laid down, felt like throwing up. Reached over and grabbed the sink, pulled it into the bed with me, and then uh, threw up in the sink. So and then I passed out. Nice. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> And there was water and people in there for an hour, and I didn't remember anything. So, <laughs> so lovely cost, experience for you. <laughs> cost me my whole day's, whole week's pay. So, I mean, that that is a bad cycle. I think that is how some people fall into that cycle of they work to party, and then when they party, they blow all their money. And I think that, like, I don't think any of our friends really have an issue with that. But I think there's a lot of people that when they're eighteen. They don't really have a lot of financial responsibility yet, so they just burn all their money on drinking and parties and all that. Yeah, as long as it doesn't carry on into the, the 40s and 50s. When do you think is the cutoff to really start being responsible, Grandpa? I say when you're young like you are now, get drunk out of your mind, throw up a lot of times, and then you'll probably say I don't like that. So just I say to... get rid of it now, and then uh, smarten up and... Like these guys got brains, so you know, you know after that that it just 
too expensive and it hurts mm-hmm. the next day. So, and yeah. you hate getting hate getting sick. Throw, just keep drinking until you throw up, and then you see what it feels Hack. like. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I recent I've only ever thrown up from drinking one time, and I think it was the last party I went to, and I I hated it. It was bad. I didn't really. I was again the whole time. I was like, I don't want to drink anymore. This is terrible. <laughs> so I think, which one was this? Uh, it was Amy's birthday. Have we gone oh, to okay. a party since then? <laughs> no, we haven't. I've still I've just been blacked out since. Not a thing has come <laughs> back. The alcohol has left the system, but the brain hasn't come back to it. Okay, what do you guys? Let's get back to sex because uh, mm-hmm. you know. Nice. Let's we're, we're, the we're approaching the end. We can close off on sex. So, okay, so uh, close off on sex. So what's your closing arguments against uh, uh, gay sex? Against gay oh. sex? <laughs> the key reason why you really don't like it. No, no, I'll go last. I'll, uh, I mean, I don't have any, any argument. You've never thought about it. Eh? Other than I'm not going to do it, but hey. If uh, if Dawkins if Dawkins your thing Dawkin. you have at her bowl bowl is that your go to? <laughs> yeah, that is my it, respectable, respectable. Especially you should know that. So. That's a good point. That's a good point. Bobby, why don't you like gay sex? Um, mostly because I'm not gay. And um, have you tried? We've said you haven't been with women yet. You haven't been with men yet. You don't know. How do you know, Bobby? How do you know that you don't like peen? I feel like you've just been fed some propaganda, some anti-peen propaganda. We aren't um, about that here. Shit. <laughs> Bobby, you don't even know what it's like to slurp on a penis. So how can you tell me you wouldn't like a penis possible? Okay? Well, Listen, if you can't schlob on the knob, it, how can you pursue the cooch? That's just all there is to if it. Yeah, just, if it's anything like a real... If it's like a real popsicle, it's pretty cold. I don't know how I feel about that. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just that one thing says Bobby off. He's like, my dick isn't frozen. I don't understand. <laughs> Was I supposed to refrigerate it? Did no one tell me I need to refrigerate? <laughs> the funniest thing for me, when like the conversation between guys and girls, on like if a guy and a girl talk about just urinating, everybody's just lost. Like, I remember, like, being younger, <laughs> like, like, I've, girls will give, like, everybody should be, like, if a guy, like, goes to piss and, like, you don't wipe, you don't wash your hands because you just, like, you pissed, urine doesn't get on anything, but then, and like. And if it does, I'll wash my hands. Yeah, like, then if it does, then I will, but otherwise, no, but, like, like, that's disgusting because they can't, like, they can't think of a way to piss that doesn't get urine on them. So, like, there's just those, like, little things of. I didn't really know that one little piece. And I think that's just really funny. <laughs> Bathroom jokes went a long way with you guys, I can tell. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Yo. Shit jokes, toilet jokes, piss jokes. Yeah, Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was Hilarious. your main area from 11 to 16, right? Exactly. That's that's how we get the humor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But even now, me and Spencer may or may not have spent the whole other day laughing at just the word. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you're not growing up yet. Oh, God, no. No, that costs too much. (laughs) But the whole day at work, Josephine and I walked by each other, just go, penis. And we were gone. (laughs) everyone just looks at us like what are these two idiots laughing at (laughs) and we can't say because it's too embarrassing okay just a minute i I gotta let the dog out gotta let the dog out also my grandpa stole my fucking dog my his headphones aren't in so i can bring this up but my mother went to visit my grandfather bringing our dog and now my dog's just staying in bc so (laughs) Matt just fucking snag zuzu Oh, oh, so I would like to say something. Go ahead, Bobby. What do you think of my grandpa? Um, oh, your grandpa's a pretty cool dude, but this doesn't have anything to do with yeah. him. Six, I was gonna say I would like to give a shout out to um 
one of our viewers. Mm-hmm. I think y'all may know Ooh. him as the the the, the bamboozler. Oh, still his name oh. because oh. it's his birthday oh, today. Yeah, it's his birthday. It's Caleb's birthday. birthday. That's whack. It's our friend Caleb's yeah. birthday today. Shout, shout out to the bamboozler. How old is he yeah. now? Like 12, 13? He's getting up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that you called him one of our fans, not one of our friends. <laughs> so, my argument against gay sex is that men, they're too easy. It's too straightforward. I like a challenge. That's my reasoning against it. You like the conflict. Eh? Exactly. Men are too horny. Exactly. It's too easy. I need a challenge. Like, the uh, name is Spencer Ahern. The Ahern family motto is per arduo sergo. From difficulty, right. success. You gotta, gay, you gotta... sex, you, gay sex, you don't have to look them in the eye. You just have to go for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, no, no, there's no eye. There's no, <laughs> there's no contact. Exactly. That's why we're, we're openly against the gays here. Grandpa, <laughs> what, what is your main argument? Let's end this podcast on your main argument of why you don't engage in gay sex. <laughs> well, you see, like... Uh... We're all born different, okay? Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that because it would be so freaking boring if everybody was the same. Mm-hmm. So I love a variety of people in all different makes, jobs, religions, everything. I like different. Even the stuff in my house, I like different. So, And... Uh, there's not a racist bone in my body because I love all people. So it doesn't matter to me who you are or what you believe in. As long as you treat me with respect and I'm happy. Absolutely. So, well, that is a very good message to end on. Let's end it for tonight. Thank you everybody for watching. That was live. This will be up what on we, YouTube, Spotify, all that stuff on Friday. You got one what last do we message? have next week. What do we have next week? Do you want to be on again next week? <laughs> Well, yeah. Oh, I got, I, I got, yeah. I, I'm not finished talking about sex yet. Oh, nice. of course not. Nice. Matt's got nearly 80 years of wisdom to impart on us. Bobby, what do exactly. you want to finish with? Oh, I just want to say, like, since we mentioned um, being against gays, Spencer, mm-hmm. I just want to ask you what the shape of Italy is. Uh, a, a boot kick and a soccer ball? I thought you were just going to say a boot, and then it would be funny if we pretended like we kicked you out of your own podcast because you were gay. <laughs> I am the soccer ball, and I've been kicked out. And that's where we're going to end it. Thank you all very much for watching. And uh, let's see if Grandpa Chris is back next week. We'll see you later, guys. Yeah. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye.